Good Monday morning. Missy Puss is joining me. She got away recently, disappeared. She was found shopping at the store next door. Some kind associate took her to the vet two doors down. And she was reunited with her owner. I asked her when she got back what she was looking for. And I tried to remind her that she wasn't going to find a much better life than the one she had. I don't know that she understood me, but we do have our own language. So anyway, welcome to 2024. Boy, it's here, isn't it? And I've been reflecting on Psalm 24 because I feel like numbers are so significant. They all have words. The number 24 um, means door. So um, doors give you access into something or doors can be closed for protection. Um, so doors have a lot of different meanings. When I was pondering Psalm 24, I was reminded that the Lord brought this across my path quite a few years ago when I had a very significant dream about an earthquake. And if you've been um, joining me on Monday mornings, you've, you've heard that dream before. But as we enter this new year, I think God is gracious and gives us calendars because it's like this recalibration point where we can kind of have a marker and say, okay, this, this is over. Now we're looking at something new. And so I want to ask you, what kind of access do you want to the heart of God this year? How much of him, of his power, of his voice, of his presence, do you want? And we may all have different answers. Some of us may be really content where we are, which is dangerous because God is always moving. So places of contentment where our hearts aren't hungry for more of the Lord is something we need to pay attention to. Some of us may have been experiencing some kind of internal hunger that we're just not even sure what to do with. And some of us may just be closed off to the Lord altogether. But this particular passage makes it clear how we get a greater access into Jesus. And that's why I love it. So I'm just going to read it to you. This is from the Moffat translation. This is a Bible I studied last year that I just love. So again, if you can get it, it's M-O-F-F-A-T-T, Moffat. So it goes like this. The earth belongs to the eternal and all earth holds, the world and its inhabitants. Twas he who founded it upon the seas and fixed it on the floods. So no matter what happens this year, uh, this is an important thing to remember. I don't care how much the earth shakes and quakes and nations rumble and wars resound. God is the one who established earth. So when everything under us feels like it's shifting and moving, we can be confident 
that the maker of heaven and earth is still in full control. And that gives me a lot of comfort, even on my worst days. So then it says this, who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand within a sacred shrine? That means there's this point of access to Jesus where we can stand on a hill that kind of overlooks things, that's above things, that can be in the middle of earthquakes and still have an internal peace. There is something supernatural in that that's available to us. So who can have it? says this, only he who has clean hands and a heart unstained, who never sets his mind on what is false, who never breaks his word. He gains a blessing from the eternal, a boon from God his Savior. Such are the men who are in quest of him who seek the presence of the God of Jacob. So he's telling us that there is a level of access for those who are hungry for his presence that they can have. But he also reveals to us that there are some things that can prevent us from accessing the depth of presence of him that we may desire. One of those is sin, willing, obedient, willing, not obedient, that's not the word I'm looking for. Willing outright, I know it started with an O. Outright sin that's unconfessed, that we don't want to let go of, even though we know it's wrong. That is a real sad place to live. And the reason it's a sad place to live, especially if your heart is hungry for more of the Lord, the more of the Lord cannot be accessed, the greater access of the Lord isn't available when there is something in the way. Whether it's the shame of that sin or the rebellion, if we know it's wrong and we still walk in it, then that's rebellion and that creates hindrances. Think of it in your relationship with your children or your relationship with your spouse or your relationship with your friend. If you have something in between you, it affects relationship and access. The same is true of our Heavenly Father. He wants us on the hill of the Lord. He wants us this year to be able to see things that are higher and above and greater and bigger and access more of Him. But He's saying, listen, you need to have clean hands and a pure heart. So let's ask the Lord to search us and to reveal to us anything that we may need to pay attention to. And another word the Lord's given me this year that He really heightened me in some of my Bible reading at the first of last week, the word immediately. This is not a season where we are just kind of when God lays something on our heart to do and we're like, yeah, I'm going to think about that one. This is a season where we need to be obeying immediately. If you read the first, I think it's probably two or three chapters of Matthew, you hear the word immediately in regards to something the Lord tells them. Uh, multiple times. So God speaks and they respond immediately. And that's the kind of spirit we need to have in this season. The other thing I think it's really interesting, who never sets his mind on what is false. We're living in a moment of time where people are willingly 
I'll even say desirously believing lies to accommodate their, their sin, their grievance, their victimhood, and they have made an agreement with a lie, either about God, about themselves, or about someone else, and they're, or, or even about culture in general, and they're not willing to let go of it, even though they know it's a lie. So that is an area that you and I really need to bring to the Lord. Lord, are there any lies I'm not willing to let go of? And then sometimes we believe lies and we're not even aware. So Lord, create an awareness in me, give me the mind of Christ, let me see anything I'm believing falsely so that I do not miss what you want to say or do because I do not want to miss the hill of the Lord. I don't want to miss being able to look up here and see what God is doing and be a part of what he's doing. And then finally he says, raise your arches, O ye gates. Raise yourself, you ancient doors. And listen to why he says for the doors to be raised. So the king of glory may come in. Remember I told you 24 is the number, the, the, the meaning of that in Hebrew is door. That's the Hebrew meaning of the number 24. And numbers are significant with God. Here it says, be lifted up, you ancient doors. Why? Why do the doors need to be lifted up and made available again so the king of glory can come in? And I believe truly the king of glory wants to come in into an entirely new level, new place, new revelation, new power, new authority, new presence in our lives, in our cities, in our churches, in our nation, in this world, in a way greater than he ever has before. But he needs men and women with clean hands and a pure heart. So the first of the year is a really good time to take stock of that, of anything that might be preventing us from accessing all that God has. So it's a little longer than I intended, but you know what? And cut it off in the middle if you need to and come back to it. So, Happy New Year. God bless you. Let's not miss the King of Glory this year. Let's respond immediately. Let's give him access to the door of our heart and our life and our mind and our spirit. Let's ask him to search us and reveal if there's anything in us that needs to be purified. And let's live with a clean hands and a pure heart so we can access the hill of the Lord and not miss anything he wants to show us in this new year.